0: Mommy's podcast. It's called A Slice, A Slice of Paradise. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you're here. I hope,
1: hope you enjoy, enjoy it for <laughs> <laughs> Okay, welcome to episode 2. Wait, shoot. Season 2, episode 8 of A Slice of Paradise. My guest today is none other than... I can't even call you by your real name.
0: Nanny's fine. Everybody knows me by that. Nobody
1: even knows your real name anymore. Uh-huh. This is Nanny. Nanny Linnell. Nanny Linnell. Annie nanny Linnell. We don't even say that. That's no. like That was always a bad word in this house as a kid. But like, yeah. we're not going to say her real name. It's Nanny or nothing. So this is my Nanny. She is my great aunt, my grandfather's sister. And um, she is... One of three kids, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Mama had two little boys that died. Okay. It
0: was five of us, really, but okay. they didn't live. Most of your life, though, three kids? Yeah, three in all my
1: life. It was yes, and you were the middle child. Yes. Um. <clears throat> no, I was the baby. Oh, you were the baby? Yes. Okay. And they treated you like a middle child? <laughs> I what don't know this? why they treated me. <laughs> they it wasn't good, <laughs> was it? <clears throat> we were talking about all the things that we want to talk about on this show, and we you know, we said, okay, you're one of three siblings. You want to talk about that? You know, they're all dead now, so you can say whatever you want. And she said. No, I had a good brother and sister. Good, of course. They were good to me. Yes, we loved them. And we <laughs> love the, the people that have come from them. And we have a great big family that loves to get together and we love on each other. We all together. Like what, two weeks ago, Yeah, huh? I couldn't believe that. Dad made homemade ice cream and had literally like third and fourth cousins yeah. together. And that was cool. It had been a long time. So um, Nanny is going to turn 87 years old on October the 25th this year. So this episode is going to be a look into Nanny's last 87 years. And honestly, some advice for all of us. Nanny has given me advice for my whole life. You um, helped raise me, basically. I spent a lot of time over here. Um, Sometimes it felt like more time than I was at home because... I was so close with your granddaughter, Bree. She's my best friend. And um, anyway, so I have been in this house, being in this house right now is bringing back so many memories just because we spent so much time here. And it's just so much fun that I get to sit down and do this with you today. So I'm really excited. I asked Nanny before this if she was excited, and she said not particularly. (laughs) She's just not sure what to expect. But hey. I don't get real excited. You don't ever have to uh, question where you stand with Nanny. She's going to let you know. So, I, don't, I didn't worry about it when she said she wasn't excited about my podcast. <laughs> I'm not offended. Okay, um, so first we want to talk about your slice because this one made me laugh. We were all sitting around at this homemade ice cream event we had where all the third and fourth cousins came in. And we were talking about what your slice was going to be. And all of a sudden, buttermilk and cornbread <laughs> comes up. And I know that about y'all. Dad eats it. Aunt Polly eats it. Aunt Polly puts green onions in hers. Like y'all just—I could put onions in that. That is a meal for Mm y'all, and you say it's just good for the stomach. You know, just hits just right. So right now we are looking at cornbread that she has got out of the pan with a spoon, and she's put it in a cup, and she's poured buttermilk on top of it, and she has just been chowing down on this stuff. And I'm like, I'll just take a spoonful of cornbread. I'm good without the buttermilk. I got a Coke Zero. Have you tasted it? No, Nanny, I'm not tasting that. You just need to
0: taste of it.
1: That's not bad. It's good. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, she'll be 87 on October 25th. How do you feel like the world has changed since um, you were born? I know we've we've lived through some different events. We've had 9-11. We've had the uh, invention of the computer. Well, when I was a child,
0: we didn't have soda water. We didn't have cokes. We didn't have Tell
1: me what you didn't have when you were a child.
0: We didn't have any Cokes. My, I, I can say I had candy because my daddy took candy, kept candy in his pocket. Okay. What kind of candy was it? It was hard candy, I think. Okay. I don't remember, but he always had candy in his pocket. Okay. And you didn't have a TV. No TV till I was 17
1: years old. And how did that feel? Well, we didn't know any different. Well, that's true, but how did it feel when you got the TV? Oh, it was... Weird. Yes. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to we, do with It was this? something that you just can't
0: explain. I mean, it was just... Well, I can say it was just gradually things come on, and we got used to uh-huh. having different things.
1: And now you, that thing never turns off for mm. you. you. You have it all night long. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not really, but I do
1: pretty much. Um... So, tell me what other things you didn't have when you were a kid that now we, we have? We didn't have running water. Wow, okay, that's important.
0: We had a wood cook stove. Mm-hmm.
1: I remember We Dad had a
0: fireplace. Well, not really. The first house was had fireplaces, and I got a story for that. Okay. But it had double fireplaces, but from then on we used heaters.
1: I remember Dad telling me a story about how um, for, like, bath day, you would put um, water on the stove in a huge pot, Mm -hmm. fill it up, and everybody would use the same bath water. Yes. Right?
0: (laughs) Well, we didn't have, we had to, when I my now, Dennis don't remember this. Sure. Your daddy don't, but we had to draw the water for our, you know. Baths. Baths. For everything. We had, we had a hundred but, well, it was deep, deep.
1: Good grief. And when
0: I drawed the water, I'd slash. Every time I got it to the top, I'd slashed it all out. Oh,
1: no. To, yeah.
0: All that work for nothing. <laughs> well, I kept a little, but it was heavy.
1: So I, I bet. A hundred feet, too. Well, it was 80-something, I think. That's ridiculous. Um, okay, so I'm going to go through a few topics here because I'm just curious as to what your advice would be. Um, Cause I, like I said, you've been giving advice for my whole life. So tell me um, some advice on love. You met Uncle Doyle when you were how old? Well, really, I knew the
0: family. His grandma and his grandma, and grandpa was my neighbor, my closest neighbor. Okay. And I would see him going to their house. They were like my grandma and grandpa, but I never had a grandma and grandpa. Okay. But if you asked me if I had one, they would be... It was his parents. It would be them. Okay. But I knew them better than he did because he (laughs) lived over... Back then, if you lived in one community, you stayed in that community. Yeah, you didn't go to the other So they lived over at Head's Prairie, and we lived at... His grandma and grandpa was White Rock. Okay,
1: which is where you were.
0: Yeah, where I was then. So you were, saw
1: him every once in a while when he go came by. to visit. Yes. Yeah.
0: But then I met him. Uh, his grandma moved to Bremont. Uh-huh. And she, she passed away. And that's when I really, that's when we, start, we started going together. When he
1: came around more often. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, he came to the drugstore. I worked at the drugstore. Oh, I see. And she lived right by the drugstore. Okay.
1: So he had to come get his prescriptions. Yes. All right. Um, while y'all were married, you had two kids, mm-hmm. yes. And, um, how long did he live? When did he pass away? Richard,
0: Richard Lee, no, Doyle, Doyle. he uh-huh. died in '84. '84, We was 48, we were both 48. And
1: y'all had been married for how long at that point? 26 years, 26 years. And what did he die from? Melanoma cancer, okay. And so, then, uh, well, before that. Was it before that, Richard Lee? Yeah it was. Yeah, he
0: died in sixty. In sixty. And his daddy and daughter died in eighty four.
1: And that was your son? Mm-hmm. And he died when he was how old?
0: He was one month old to the day.
1: Okay. And what did he die from?
0: He had his heart was in reverse. Okay. Instead of it going one place it went like to his lungs uh-huh. before his lungs. Cleared it. But okay. Anyway, it. I can't explain it, but yeah. his heart which just backwards.
1: I got you. So, within your marriage, you had to <clears throat> bury a baby. Mm-hmm. And you gave birth to Kelly, your mm-hmm. daughter. Eight years later. Eight years later. And I'm sure you went through a lot of other things while you, you were married to Uncle Doyle. Um, how well, we had a good life, but we had a hard working life. yeah. We, we enjoyed our life. Right. Um... How did love play a factor in that? What what kept you going through even the hard times? Well, we never had any doubt. It wasn't ever a question. Just,
0: just together all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't together every day. He went one way to work, and I went the other way. Mm-hmm. But what did he do? He was a
1: carpenter. Okay. And what did you do? I worked at the large drug. Oh, at the pharmacy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, so um. You lost your husband and you lost your son. Tell me what your advice is on loss. How to get through it. Just
0: leave it all to God. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Just.
1: Do you still have hard days? One day at a time. Do you still have hard days? Yes. Yeah. Sure do. And that's a long time ago. A long time ago. It doesn't get easier. Or maybe it does, but comes and goes. Yeah, it
0: gets easier. Uh, a whole lot easier uh-huh. time fades
1: everything sure you get used to life without yeah that person yeah. you enjoy your life with who you have your mm-hmm. daughter and your granddaughter i was gonna say and how did Tara. that end me <laughs> how did that change the way that you operated life the way that you uh loved people when you had lost your husband and your son did it make you appreciate things more well yeah uh I I never had,
0: people say they have hard feelings or mad at God. I never, that never went through my mind. Mm -hmm. And friends was our our main deal. We had good friends.
1: Good, good. It is important who you keep around you. That's for sure. Especially when you have hard times like that. I don't know how people get through it without.
0: It made Dahl and I closer when Richard Day died. I bet. Yeah. Some people
1: have. Makes them go apart. Yeah, but we got closer. That's good. That's good. So um, we talked a little bit about grief and how that reappears over and over again still to this day. Sometimes you have tough days or you think about the things that aren't anymore. But so much of what we have right now is uh, we have lived some life together. We've had some good lives. We have had some times. Um, softball and softball and, and rodeo <laughs> and rodeo and drill team and I could go on swimming lessons and vacations overnight stays in Waco remember those? We, yes
0: we might be coming home and say well we just going to stop here and spend the night yeah
1: or well we're going to go to Waco for a night alright well we're going to stay another night and we we'll might stay one more night after that and it's an hour from home
0: but, but Kelly didn't have a <clears> husband <throat> then
1: that's her. right so we went and we did whatever we wanted to, and it didn't work. We didn't worry about it. So, um, in your life, you have gone through lots of l- loss, dealt with lots of grief. You have worked really hard. You have uh, a lot of blessings that you've been able to see come to fruition. We now have, uh, Brie and I are grown and have our own families. And in a couple weeks, God willing, a couple of weeks. She told me three weeks today. Yes. God willing, Bree, her granddaughter, your granddaughter, is going to have a great-grandbaby boy named Max. And Max. we are so excited about it. So that is Nanny's first great-grand. Uh-huh. <clears throat> well. Got some step. Blood, yes. Yeah. Yes. first great-grand. Um, and uh, we're really, really pumped about it. I know Bree and Kyle are very nervous. I got to talk to both of them. And, uh they're nervous. But Did hey, you interview them. I should, right? I should interview them on I thought my way about to the hospital that today. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Kyle wouldn't speak to me for years. <laughs> um <clears throat> so anyway, we've gone through a lot. We've been blessed with a lot. What advice do you have on um being a single mom and trying to make ends meet, figuring out how to make it work. You started over. Well, when Doyle and I were married, I I took
0: I took care of all the paperwork. If it yes. had hadn't been have been in bread shape. <laughs> so I, I really already had my budget. Sure, call it budget whatever. So I just kept going as I was going and made sure that I didn't overspend. Right. Figure out what I could get and what I couldn't get.
1: And it was you made it. Not work. want. I'm not a big wanter. Right. <clears throat> <clears throat> You made it work. Um. I've heard some interesting stories about your work life, and that is that <laughs> you, of it. you've been working all your life. Yes. Honestly, you you retired for sure. Retired when? How many years ago? In uh, nineteen uh uh-uh. uh, when I walked out, I, <laughs> I said I'm not coming
0: back. No, they said you won't be back. <laughs> I called the office, and they said, you know, when you walk out that door, now they let them go back and shove, I think. Uh-huh. But then said, you don't go back in. And you said that's fine I with said, me. don't worry. <laughs> I won't go back
1: in. So uh, all the jobs you've ever had, I found this out this week from Kelly, all the jobs you've ever had, you didn't go for. No, I didn't ask for a job. They all came to you. My first job at the
0: drugstore, Frank. Sent word for me to, that he wanted me to work for him, uh-huh. so I went to work for him. Then I uh, had the antique store. We, Peggy Truett and I had an antique store in here in Cosse. Okay. And I, uh, the the man, the, the post off the man that carried the mail, then sent word for me to come over to the post office. <laughs> so I went over there, and he said, "I want you to sub for me." So when he said sub, he meant every day. Oh my gosh, because he was never there. He w- he was he was over the union, and he got off with this union work that he did, I uh, never never came back. He well, he was there but one, maybe once to, every two weeks. Yeah, so,
1: so you I were worked. I in worked.
0: It. I didn't get credit for it on my retirement, uh-huh. but I worked every day for ten years or longer. I'm adding 15. And like you were
1: running the mail every day. And so you were our days, mail carrier.
0: Six days a week because I was the sub. Right. And he was gone. Then we hired an older man. This man retired. I mean, he went uh-huh. to the union to work. <laughs> and the older man had he had been in service for 50 years. And then he worked at post office, so he got all that service. All the benefits. Yes. So he wasn't. He never worked. He had all those days
1: off. Oh my! So
0: I really worked every day then.
1: I remember it was when I would come over here. It was well, Nanny's not going to be free to go anywhere until probably two o'clock on Saturdays. She's got to run the mill. Yeah. In the morning. <clears throat> so you've been given every job you've ever had. Yes. Been asked for it. Yeah. Um, didn't have to interview. Didn't have to go through any of that rigmarole. No. And. It's turned out well for you because you've been able to keep it all going here. And um, so much of us, so many of us stayed here for.
0: Well, I can say Kelly and Bree was good kids. <laughs> well, sure. They never gave me any troubles. So right. If they had I would have had problems. But you would have
1: tore them up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they knew that. That's the reason They sure good. did know it. I knew it, too. <laughs> I was not going to cross yes, any.
0: I told them, if any kids come to my house,
1: if you let your kids come to my house, they don't mind. They gonna get spanked. That's right. <laughs> we're swinging up in here. <laughs> um, tell me some of the things that you did when you were a kid as far as working. as working. Yes, I
0: went with my daddy a lot. He mm-hmm. took me. We would. I would go with him and would clear, right, build a fence and clean the fence row. And we we just worked together. My daddy and I did. You were you were like yeah. one of the boys, weren't you? Well, I was the only one then, cause I was there by myself. Well, then. everybody had left.
1: Yeah, I got you. W- wasn't no boys there, <laughs> my, but my daddy. <laughs> Tell me about cotton picking and tomato planting. I picked cotton
0: uh, for a friend. Uh huh. Over at uh, well. Duck Creek. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah. And uh, we would pick, uh, really, at first we'd pick, but most of the time we pulled. You just pulled the whole bar.
1: Okay. And so uh, what about tomato planting? Tomato planting? hmm
0: we, we planted a many a tomato. But we finally, my daddy rigged up a... Where you could set it out and ride the tomatoes, uh-huh. and you'd drop them, and it it opened the row, and you'd drop the tomato, and it would set it out, uh-huh. and then it
1: would we'd go along and water it. Okay, I mean all my life I remember you having tomatoes. Yes. A full garden. Tomatoes, Even when you probably shouldn't.
0: Tomatoes and watermelon. When we when I was at home, we had tomatoes and watermelons. Uh-huh.
1: But even out here, yeah, always had some form yeah. of the garden, and I remember you being out there. You didn't need to be in the heat with a cane. <laughs> oh, I love it! I, I love know being you do, outside. but we worry about you out there. I, I don't. If I get hot, I quit. Yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> so give me some advice on faith. Faith, faith.
0: Well, faith is just faith, and you gotta have it. That's right. You can't see it, so. Have you had days where you uh, question things? No, I don't question. I don't. I don't think I've ever questioned. Well, that's good. I mean, it's just there. Mm-hmm. You, you,
1: it's life, and you've got to live it. You got to tap into it. I haven't ever uh, questioned that. How has God helped you get through some of those uh, hard times and good times?
0: Just by me talking to Him. That's the only way you. That's the only way I know, is talking to God and just asking Him to take care of me. And you're talking to Him every day. Every day. I talk about Him and you <laughs> and Kelly and Bree and uh-huh. all the family.
1: Yeah. Your mom and daddy. Mm-hmm. I love that. They're always in my prayers. I love that. Um. What are some verses
0: that... I don't read. I'm, I'm not an outside practice. I don't pray a lot of out loud? Out loud. Mm-hmm. Because when we went to White Rock, the men did all the praying.
1: Oh, okay. So you still got that in your head? I still got that. I mean, I, it's still there. Right. You're okay when other women pray, but you're not going to be sitting yeah. up praying out yeah. loud. I understand. It's crazy how long that lasts, you know? Even when you see all these changes and now we've got it women. still sticks with you. Women pastors and, you know, evangelists and things like that. Yeah, that still sticks. That's funny. Do you have a couple scriptures that were have been important to you, or some favorites of yours that have? Well, I found these scriptures. That one of
0: them is my favorite because it's John three sixteen. And what does John three sixteen say? For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Mm -hmm. Everlasting life. That's big love. It is. I can't, I can't, I couldn't imagine it. No. I mean, that just blows you. hmm I we're mean, not, We're not capable. We don't.
1: No. We're. We don't have it That's right. You have given your son back. Yes. But um, I didn't. Uh, at the time, it wasn't for somebody else. No. And it wasn't for a world of other people. No. So imagining that that is the reason you had to give your son back, that's a whole different ball game.
0: And I found this scripture. When I was studying, after you said you were going to ask me these questions, mm-hmm. and it's Hebrew thirteen six. So we shall say with confidence, "The Lord is my helper; I will not be afraid. What can man do to me?"
1: In my whole life, I don't know that I've ever seen you afraid not of anything.
0: Really. But well, I I'm, years ago I was afraid of the dark. <laughs> my mama was afraid of the dark, and you you be raised my daddy never might do not to leave us at home at night he got home by time to work so that's instilled in you right until the oil
1: passed away right and I had to be by myself but the things that most of us are afraid of Kelly is definitely afraid of mice oh yeah I don't snakes I hate snakes but I'm not spiders. really afraid of them. I've never seen you Polly's afraid of
0: spiders <laughs>
1: we've all got something. <laughs> So, no, I'm not afraid of them. Fear is never anything that I've seen of you. However, I do think that the unknown is kind of yeah, that's um, something that you and I are both afraid of. Yeah. Just not knowing what's going to happen or not being able to have control of the situation. Um, so I love that verse. I love that it talks about not fearing. Yeah. Because it's all in his plan and he's got it all figured out. Um, tell me about your education. great. You went through twelfth grade, but you started out at what? At Prairie Grove. Prairie Grove. That's where the
0: lake is now. Lake Limestone. Lake. Uh, th- this lake over here. What is this Oak Grove deal?
1: Oh, okay, okay. Uh huh.
0: Prairie Grove. That's that's where I went to school. Is covered with the lake. Okay. <clears throat>
1: And it was a one-room schoolhouse? It was two
0: rooms. Oh, excuse me, two. But we
1: was was just in one room, one room. And how many people did you have in your (coughs) class? Me? Uh Uh-huh. One. You were a class of one. (laughs) For
0: a a while, and then Billy Joe Green came, and we had... When we started the Bremont, it was Billy Joe
1: Green and myself. And how long did you stay in that school? Through the eighth grade. Eighth grade. And there was just one teacher that taught everything? I had uh, one
0: teacher on the, in the first grade was Miss Annie Joyce. She lived with us. But then, from then on, I had Miss Eunice White. Okay. My, holy. And that teacher taught every subject. Every subject. That is an undertaking. But you stayed in that same room, so you learned all these other kids learned. It was, whoa,
1: even when they're different ages from yes. you. Yes. Man. Bless those teachers. And you know what? She taught
0: me more than anything.
1: What? (laughs) When I
0: got there, I would just go sit down, and she said, you speak. (laughs) I was bashful Uh then because, hey, we didn't see all these. I didn't. I just was around family. Who are these kids? Yeah. And she said, when you come through that door, you speak. And I learned
1: to speak. I bet you did. Well, it sounds like you got some fundamentals in that yeah, classroom. plenty. Uh-huh, because it was like one-on-one yeah. for a long time. So, who do you feel like has influenced you the most in your life? Like I say, I think it was my mama. And what did she influence you about? How that, was she influential? Because she is my mama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was just a good person. What were some of the, your favorite things about her and what she stood for? My mama was kind, and she was uh she, people thought everybody that knew her said that she never got mad, but she could get mad. Uh, <laughs> she can't. has got mad at your de- your papa. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> well, she was right. he would come through the house aggravating her, and she, <laughs> she he went through the window and the window caught fell on him so she was whooping him oh my gosh <laughs> I mean he was bad he wasn't really bad but he was he was just a boy put it that way so they um, just let him run wild and they let rest, him and only both but the time I got there they kind of helped me down
1: <laughs> So something to know about your mom in which you know this but I'm going to tell the story because I never got to meet her. No, she's gone. We called her little granny. Yes. And little granny weighed uh, like 90 pounds. 82
0: is the most she ever weighed. 82 pounds. Even when she's pregnant.
1: I think I weighed that at birth. (laughs) No, you didn't. Okay. You were there. You remember. 82 pounds. Um, And every Sunday, she was a master of a whole lot of things. She fed everybody. Fed everybody. But every Sunday after church, the whole church basically. Would come over to little granny and, and Papa Jeppy's house and somehow, we don't know how, she did it every Sunday, but she fed the entire church and had enough for everybody yes. and there were there were rules also about who ate first, right? Yes. The men were served and first. The men
0: ate first.
1: And then the kids? Or would the kids, the kids come after? The, I think the kids came next. Okay. Probably
0: the kids and the women ate together. And then the I woman
1: think. ate the women ate together yeah. afterwards. Um, but this would last on into the afternoon, right? Oh, Coffee, sir. Maybe they'd eat
0: night meal. But, yeah, but we would probably went back to church that so. night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you were raised in a house where doing for other people was it's common. It was just and my dad did
0: He bought the groceries. He never fussed about it. Uh-huh. And we, we fed just, just about
1: everybody. Everybody went to church. Ate there. Everybody Plus, in the area. Uh, other people. Right. I love hearing that story about her because I see so many of y'all in our family who have, who do the same thing. It's not necessarily feeding, but like your door is always open and we all know it. And you know, anything that's in your pantry might might as well be mine because you're going to offer it all. You know, everything is everything. I know everything in this house is mine too, even Mm -hmm. if I don't ask for it, which (laughs) I should. Um, but I see so much of Little Granny in y'all because of the way that you give back to people, the way that you have, like, a giving heart naturally. It's not something that's forced. Um, you think that way. Like, you wake up each day thinking about the ways that you can give back to other people. But my daddy
0: was, uh, with the giving, was, the, was as much as her.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I guess I never really heard that about him.
0: Well, it he never, like her. I say, he never fussed about anything right. that... Just go on and do what you want to yes. do? Yes. If neighbors was hungry, they fed, they gave them a, a meal. You know, back when I was young, everybody didn't have food. Right. And so they, if somebody else needed
1: it, you gave them
0: something. Uh-huh.
1: A little something. Um, What do you feel like the most important day of your life has been? I guess.
0: I should say my salvation. That and when Dawn and I got married. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the day you were saved, or the yes. year? Yes, I. Uh, I walked at aisle at White Rock when I was seventeen. I, I, I was. I guess I was really saved, but I never was. I never had the spirit, you know, and I just. Kind of had doubts through uh-huh. that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't know if you know the Sanfords, Joe Sanford. I've heard of them. They, uh, we, they were all we were all good friends, and he preached at White Rock. He, he was just a young boy, and uh-huh. I, I was converted under his preaching there.
1: Well, that's. But fine. I was
0: already a church member. Sure,
1: raised but there. But
0: I wasn't. I didn't have my faith that I should have. You weren't seeking him. Yes.
1: Yeah. So everything changed then. Yes. And that you were seventeen. No, that I was, was seventeen
0: then. That was later. Kelly was already born. Okay. And Doyle was. Uh, he he was big. Uh, he was a big church. I mean, he he had his salvation. Put
1: it that way. Uh-huh. He had no. No questions. Yes. I got it. So, we're gonna say the most important day of your life was salvation. Tell me about. Um, we're gonna get into some stories here. That I have asked your family, Kelly and Brie, what stories they want you to tell, Uh-oh. because they're hilarious. One specifically, I'm gonna lose it. But tell me about the time that Papa shot you with a BB gun. So your brother, my grandpa. We was playing bad man, and she, I, I don't, I think it was
0: Indians and. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, and he had a BB gun, Uh just a little BB gun that you, you know, cock, but he didn't think it was loaded. So I was at a door down here. We was in a big house then, that was our big house. Mm -hmm. And he was down here at another door. So I stuck my head around this door and he pow. Uh, Where did it go? It hit me right there. In your face? In my lip. Hit my tooth and come went back in my lip, oh my. and my mama had to take it out.
1: <laughs> Surgery. He be loaded
0: his BB gun away. He never he, he shot that BB gun I again. Bet. He, he, it he,
1: scarred him. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. All right. And for my favorite story, I need you to tell me about this wagon wheel that plagues me.
0: Well, I was at where Runray lives now. We was we lived at Prairie Grove. Then, uh-huh. And we was going to church. I guess a revival at White Rock. And there was a wagon load of us. The whole Prairie Grove people. The whole <laughs> and, community. And uh, Well, it was all family. But uh-huh. <clears throat> the wagon didn't have tires on it. It was just a rim, like a tire right. rim.
1: Yes, that. The, the wheel.
0: Yeah, and we was going down the road. <laughs> our, we had a horse named Mare. I mean Nell. <laughs> Somebody had it. I don't know if it. I don't think it was ours. The horse's horse. name was Nell. And the horse's name was Nell. And your name. And my name was Nell. Was Nell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was setting up here by Pearl, the cousin Pearl, Pearl Rhodes, uh-huh. Pearl McDonald. But and all of us was here together, and. So I was falling, and she grabbed me, and she hollered, Nell. <laughs> so Nell took off, <laughs> and I had on a slick dress. I, I said silk, and Dan said, you had a silk dress? <laughs> well, I said it was slick. I don't know what it what was. What it was. And she lost you? I, I kept going, and I fell off. And that wheel ran over me, my back, uh-huh. and off of this shoulder. And I've ever, ever since then, my shoulder has hurt. I don't know if that's what did it, but and I, I we're was. all
1: convinced in our family that the very spot that she's touching right now in her back is the same dang place that the rest of us have this pain and, we cannot get rid of. And every time all of us are like down in our backs, we're like that dadgum wagon, 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 wagon wheel. wheel. <laughs> yeah. Somebody had to holler at the horse nail, and anyway, if, took it off. It had, if it went over my head, y'all wouldn't have had a nail. Well, we're glad it didn't. All right, tell me about the storm cellar. Well, we had to go every time <laughs> if it thundered. You had to go down to the had storm to go cellar? To the cellar. Daddy
0: built one. He, he, the last house we lived at White Rock, he got an old truck bed, solid bed. You I know? remember this. Yeah, and put the dirt over it. Yes. Well, we had to go if it thundered. We went to the cellar, but you. Nana wouldn't go. She'd just stay in house. Why didn't she go? Well, you know your granny. I know. She, did, she didn't want to do something. She didn't do Ain't it. it. Ain't doing it. A fifteen-year-old girl. <laughs> they, She's see. like, I'll take. I'll
1: be with the tornado. She, yeah.
0: She just stay in and we'd go to cellar. But we may stay
1: there all night. Well, she'll be fine. Okay. Uh, tell me about raising orphan calves. Ooh, we raised them. For what reason? What reason? Yeah. For money. Okay, but where did the money go? We paid for our land. So you raised orphan calves on the land that you were paying for.
0: We bought, uh, first we bought uh, Doyle's uncle's family land, which was 75 acres, I think. And Doyle's mom and daddy, oh, they said y'all will never pay for it. (laughs) They were so against it. Don't you love that? And then, well, we had the cabs in between, but the land come up that joined us uh-huh. was the hill place, and we found out in the evening that he wanted to sell that. So I told all, "You go tonight." So we went. He went at night and told him he wanted this, uh-huh. this thirty-something acres. So, but we bought the we. Uh, there was a man that was real good friends with us and he was over the bank. And we went to, the we went to him and he loaned us the money without any, we didn't have nothing to put up. And we bought this land and we, uh, that's how we paid for it was from calves. from calves. And so what did that look like? What did you have to do? What did we have to do? Uh I worked then, so we got up before daylight. Doyle worked at the curtain, so he left by 4 Uh o'clock. So I fed him.
1: Every morning? We had
0: to, we bought uh, milk. Mm -hmm. uh, Powdered milk. Powdered Mm -hmm. milk. And we had nipple bottles with nipples. Mm -hmm. And we would go out there and feed them. How many did you have? Well, we wound up at one time, we had 30-something. Holy smokes, Nanny. But we paid for our land with those cabs. I bet you did. But that's a lot of work. But hey. Well, I didn't mind. I, I love work. Neither one of us minded work. Uh-huh. It didn't. Now, if I hadn't had the drugstore right. and Dr. Sanders, I wouldn't have made it because I kept a sore throat. But they kept me in doctors. <laughs> the doctor checked me, maybe give me a shot. Uh-huh. And Frank gave me the medicine. So I probably broke them more than
1: Hey, (laughs) it's just that they're just paying you your wages. Yes, they did. That's what they said. This this will come from your check. Yeah. Tell me about the time that you thought the tablet was a pill.
0: Oh, that wasn't me. That (laughs) That was a friend of ours. Okay. Bob Stamford and his daddy, Mr. Lee Stamford. And what happened? His mama told him. He had a, you know, them Big chief tablets. Uh-huh. Bob's mama told him, Bob, you take that tablet. She's wanting him to take the tablet to school he didn't want it. And Mr. Lee said, Bob, take that dumb tablet. Take it. <laughs> he thought it was a pill. So we've always said that through the years. Take
1: that tablet. Yeah. Take it. Uh, okay. Okay. Last one. You're gonna tell me about this cat in the mailbox, and we're gonna find this man. Yeah, I kinda have to
0: tell you. Who He's he gonna come he clean. He married. Uh, whoo! That I'm lost. Who he is?
1: We'll find it, don't but you But anyway,
0: worry. they was over on the other end of coffee on the back side over this way. Uh huh. And I put the mail in there, and he had put a. He was out watching. You had put this cat in that mailbox and when I opened the door the cat jumped out on me.
1: Oh my. And he just laughed. <laughs> I bet that was just like one Ooh, of that was scary. Fifty different things you yeah, came in contact with on the mail route. It was. I had Craziness good friends though on the route. That watched out for you. That's good. What are some of the most important life lessons you've learned? Important
0: life
1: lessons. Mm-hmm.
0: Just keep chugging
1: on's all I can say. Yeah, don't give up. What do you think has made you live till you're eighty-seven? <laughs> I'm waiting on you to say a Dr Pepper a day or something like that. No,
0: no. I thank God did it. I mean, I it just that was my time to be. Uh-huh. I think that's why I'm still here. You're not ready for me.
1: That's right. We got a great a great grandbaby to live on. I'm excited about That's, that. he's leaving me for. That. That's right. So um, Max will be here in a few weeks, and we'll all our all of our lives will be changed because now there's just a new baby Ingram in the family, and it's gonna be great. I'm really excited to see what this stage of life looks like for y'all and for Bree for sure and Kyle. Um, I don't know, just seeing her. I know it's different, isn't it? It's so strange. It's so I different. had lunch with her today, and I just was just like, you're about to pop. Like, you're pregnant. I, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, my gosh, so she's pregnant. So did you pregnant. go to the shower? This weekend?
0: They had the shower at Kelly's school for her No, today. no, I didn't oh, go Oh, you had it no. there where y'all were? Yeah,
1: we had lunch together. Well, Kelly yeah.
0: came, Bree come to, I said, how'd she get to the shower? She said she took off. 4 o'clock. And oh, she went. Okay, she went. That's good. I said they are wearing her out with showers. We're thankful for her. Yeah, that's, we are very thankful. She's,
1: uh, she's been real tired. She said, I don't have anything else planned after after this past weekend. I don't have to go anywhere. I'm just gonna chill. So She's gonna have to go for long. I'm excited to see what happens. I know Kyle is a nervous wreck, and she is too, and rightfully so. This is a big deal. Y'all all know how big this is, but, um, Anyway, so I'm going to let you finish your cornbread and milk. Cornbread and buttermilk. You You won't carry your bowl back. I will. I'll carry it back. Anyway, so um, I just want to say thank you for coming on, sharing these stories. Um, I can't tell you enough things about what you've been to me. Like I said, I've spent years and years and years. Under your care, it feels like off and on and just a night here a night there. Well, you were thinking, one, well,
0: not the kids? So I that's was, it.
1: And, and that's how I always you felt. Are. Yeah, I still feel that way. The advice that you've given me has been probably the best of well, anybody. I probably
0: was a weary ward.
1: Oh, definitely. <coughs> but hey, you just wanted to see that we were successful and yes. that we didn't get into trouble. And you always had advice to give, but you I was okay to, with
0: it. I keep telling people, you've got to talk to your kids. You don't. Just you right. talk to yours and make sure they know what life is. I'm
1: going to send them here and let you do it. No, I'm just kidding. Do it. just kidding. i just kidding. They probably said that on a woman I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> they love Nanny. In fact, Mitchell told me, I, sh- I should have said this when we were talking about the slice, but it was a few months back. We had seen you for the first time in a while, and I don't know what triggered him to say this, but he said, I think Nanny is one of the, my favorite people in the world.
0: Well, bless his heart. <laughs>
1: And I think it's just because we don't have to question what you think. It just comes right <laughs> no, out. That's right. I you asked know, God to help my tongue. We don't want we don't want the help. Well you're good. Sometime I wonder. At this point, you know.
0: You've it's already made everybody now. mad. We don't care anymore. It's too late
1: now, forget it. It's fine. We're not trying to hide anything anymore. <laughs> All right, Nanny, I love you. I thank I you for you. coming and doing this. Um this is big for me. This was special. I knew I knew from the get-go that we needed to interview you just because of all the advice and the stories that you've lived and the, your laugh and your smile and all the things that you've been for all of us. So, I'm thankful for you for Which coming on. Which is families.
0: Well, no, I can't say it's just families. You kids,
1: friends that she's brought
0: uh, home. Yeah. But they don't, they forget me then when they leave. And I helped them all. I'm sure you did. And I don't know if they ever remember me. That's what Breeze bunch do. But... I, the ones Kelly—they've all gone. Uh huh. You know, different. Worlds.
1: That's right. Well, I know that everybody who has met you before remembers you. Uh, Your nanny to all of us. Yes, I'm proud of that. We can't call you anything else. And so I'm so thankful that you came on and did this with me. So thank you.
0: Hey, welcome to Mommy's Podcast. It's called A Slice of of Paradise. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. I hope you enjoy enjoy it. Or (laughs) or.